This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. to another episode of the Grit for 60 podcast, Be Better Edition. Ooh. Just, because that's my message today, It's just, be better. See, I was waiting for you to go with something like Lucky Bounce Edition, or, no. um, no. or Blocker Charge Edition. Look, you can talk about the bounces in that game all you want. Like, a lot of those goals were just like, how in the world did that go in? But it's the Detroit fucking Red Wings. If you're getting outshot by the Red Wings... You, I, I don't have anything to say. I don't have any an, anything analytical to say about this. Just be better. You want to be a playoff team? You cannot lose these games, and you certainly cannot lose these games five to one. Five one. Five two. What I'm looking at says five one. I just looked at it. You're wrong. It's five two. Well, blame the NHL website. It's it's five two. Okay, that's if I open it. Uh, on the schedule, it says five. Oh wait, that was you're looking at because they beat yeah. the Red Wings five one. Yeah. Okay. You, either way, does not matter. Does not change the point. Five two is unacceptable. What about four two? Uh, unacceptable. Because it's basically four two with an empty net throw in. But yeah, tough, tough game for for the Jets certainly. You just. It, I, I'm trying to put into words. I was going to say, you do seem like you're at a loss for words. It's because they played so well on Tuesday. Yeah. That's how you want to play the Red Wings, is you're just the better team. They just were not the better team. And I want to be more analytical about this, but as far as I can tell, it's just as, like, guys, come on. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a game that's super frustrating to try to take anything out of because you can't lose to a team that's lost, what, like 12 games in a row? Yeah, what was that, that stat? There was, a, what, five head coach changes between Detroit Red Wings wins? Yes. And the, the, the team to snap that was the Winnipeg Jets with this loss, I believe. I, uh... I tweeted out after the game, uh, other than some fluky bounces, a pick play, poor overall play, and losing to the worst team in the league, I thought tonight went pretty well. Okay, but here's the thing. It didn't go well. That, that, that was, that's the joke. I, I, I guess the poor overall play part just went over your head in there. Yeah, it did. Because it, yeah. the, it got lost in the lucky bounces and pick play. Mm. But, uh, yeah, not great. Losing to the Red Wings... Tough look. Look, there is a quote from Miracle, and I'm going to assume that all five of our listeners have seen the movie Miracle. Otherwise, like, how would they be able to find our podcast? Um, 
There's a quote in the movie Miracle where a coach goes, you are not good enough to win on talent alone. However, this is where I come in. However, the Detroit Red Wings are absolutely a team the Winnipeg Jets can beat on talent alone. Yeah. Yeah. And they could have and should have beaten them. They just didn't show up. Yeah, but also, thank you for Kyle Connor. <laughs> the, the, the one man who came to play. <laughs> Kyle Connor, the only Winnipeg Jet that matters. Connor Halibar. You can't forget about Connor Halibar. Okay, the Connors, the only Winnipeg yes. Jets that matter. Yeah. Oh, wow. How, uh, how uh, completely non-biased of you to say that the Connors are the only ones The that only matter. ones that matter on this team are the Connors. Gee, Tell like, me I'm wrong. That reminds me, we didn't even introduce ourselves. We yeah, just got right that's into it. That's how frustrated we are with this team. Um, and by frustrated, I mean we had... There, there was one game... The Jets have lost, like, one game in the last... Whatever. Like, they've been on a pretty good run recently. Um, and they... Oh, this is unacceptable. Well, it's one bad game. Um, we, didn't, we didn't even introduce ourselves, and I can't speak. My name is Connor. Uh, you can call me TC. I am joined locally. For once, yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Brendan Farrell. I, on the side, I also work now as the online sports editor at the Independent Florida Alligator. But uh, in this capacity, I'm just a co-host. And, and you know, this, this is something we like to do. We like to talk about hockey. Um, we've already been discussing this Red Wings game. I, I mean, we got to fill time. Um, <laughs> nah, I mean... I mean yeah, we're recording this right before the Flyers game, just because of the way the schedule works out. Uh, we have to record this before the Flyers game. So uh, we will talk about the Flyers game on our next pod. Thursday. But, yes, Tuesday. Well, when we record this, going to be Tuesday. Yes, but it'll... Thursday. Regardless, scheduling quirks aside, um, not great. That's what I've been told. Hot take. Losing 5-2 is not great. No. Losing 5-2 to the Red Wings. Not great. Um, and I think... I think the Flyers, in particular, are going to be a pretty good measuring stick for the, the Winnipeg Jets, because it's another team that's sort of, like, on the bubble of a playoff spot. Um, so we get Detroit, who's bad. We just had two games against them. And they're really... Like, it's really hard to take any sort of... Um, conclusions away from either one of those two games. But and then hey, after the Flyers, we get Carolina. And Carolina might be too good to sort of measure the Jets against. But the Flyers, I think, are pretty down the middle. On aggregate, though, we can confidently say that the Jets are better than the Red Wings. Okay. Because they won 7-6. <laughs> but better than the Red Wings is not the goal... The the Jets should yes. try to, to meet. lighten up a little bit. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard to lighten up. But, yeah. Yeah, I expect this Carolina game for Carolina to hit, like, 70 to 80 shot attempts. At five I'm terrified five. of this Carolina game. Yeah, yeah, yeah the score C4 is going to be, like, 70-30. I'm, I'm pretty sure. This could probably be just as bad as the first San Jose game. I'm just glad it's at 7. Dude, my favorite thing last year was... Um, like, when the Sharks played Carolina last year in uh, in Carolina in, like, October, when both teams were just, like, going nonstop with the shot attempts. They combined for, like, over 100 shot attempts in the game. And it was beautiful. It was a work of art. 
And uh, I feel like combining for 100 might happen again, but simply just because of Carolina. Like, then they take 80 and we take 20? Yeah, or 70 30, 65 35 at best. I mean, we're talking about the best Corsi 4 percentage team against uh, the worst expected goals for team or expected goals for percentage team. And yet, I believe both are in a playoff spot. Like, both yeah. are pretty much in the same spot in yeah. their respective division. I mean, like, the Jets aren't, like, super horrible in terms of just, like, pure possession. They're, like, 22nd? I just 21st in the league. I mean, it's not, it's not great. It's below average. Uh, yeah, but they're not, like, that far below 50%. It, but they're not, like... Not good. They're not like the Rangers who are sitting there at 43 and a well, three quarters of a percent. Uh... So there's that. And then there's the Islanders at 30 and still winning games, and that's... 45. Yeah, but they're in th- th- 30th. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Second to last. And then there's the Red Wings, who just beat the Jets 5-2. to er, five to two. So, you know. This is where you say watch the game? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. This is not on. where I say watch I was waiting game. for it, and then you just never well, came. I don't know. Maybe I can still squeeze it in there somehow. Um, but yeah, that that, that Carolina matchup is. Uh, I I is am not looking forward to this. Not a great matchup. Are we just gonna go right into the Carolina? Cause do we need to talk about the Red Wings anymore? Uh, do we, we need could, to spend more time on the Red Wings. Yeah, just yeah. I feel like we need to talk about it at least a little bit more. Okay. Well, what did you notice from the game? Uh, like I said, Kyle Connor. Ka- hey, there take. we go. Hot take. Kyle uh, Connor's Kyle good. Connor is a good hockey player. Is Robbie Fabry a good player? He's been really good for Detroit ever since he got traded from St. Louis. No, good for him. For so, I still don't know why he got traded from St. Louis. Because St. Louis won a cup, so. Oh, that's right. That means they're infallible. Yes. It's yeah, like, if you watch the game, you would know that this is a good move for St. Louis. Yeah. Watch the game, nerd. Oh it wasn't so working annoying. out. They I forgot change, that, um... They had to change the locker room to win a cup, okay? It happens. I forgot that you have to, uh... After you win a cup, you have, like, a... Like, a year or two grace period to do all the shitty moves you yep. want. And nobody will bat an eye. Especially in St. Louis, because they just want a cup. No one's gonna be like, nope. hey, our GM sucks. Nope. But I'm like, yeah, but trading Fabry probably isn't a great idea. Money in the bank. And also, um... Trading for Justin Falk probably wasn't the best of ideas either. Can I just... just uh, Shout out to Philip Hronick? Yeah, we'll go with that. Hronick? I, I, I've, I've just heard Hronick. Like, Hronick? Like the horrible guy who works for NBC Sports. I really want to defend JR just because he's a former flyer, but no, it, he's, it's, he's, it's he's just difficult. an asshole. It's very difficult to defend He also just has, JR. like... He's still bitter that... The Sharks ever won the cup when he was there, because that was like the whole purpose of him going to San Jose. So I'm just, I'm just totally biased against him. Uh, but shout out to Philip Chronic, um, on, for his outstanding. It's like if you're gonna score an empty net goal, what better way to do it than from the furthest part of the ice on the fly, just on the fly, like nothing but net, didn't hit the ice, didn't hit the bar, just it was basically a 200 foot shot. Honestly, if you're going to seal the deal on, that was, on ending a 12-game losing streak, 
That's how you do it. Beautiful. I can't like I can't even, like I can't even be mad. It just I, why are we up in mad? Um, it's only game. It's only game. Um, yeah, just shout out to him. Also, we're Pick back to uh, the fourth line, only playing like five minutes. So yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like Nick Shore is honestly like, a pretty decent option at the four C. So to see okay, him get like yeah. five minutes, I'm like, mm, okay, he's not like that horrible. But granted, he had a really bad night that night, but also he played four minutes. I don't don't really care about five minutes. The fourth line, to be honest, I don't have the I don't have the energy to care about the fourth line. Fair enough. Also, you know it's a bad night when Lucas Biza is the uh, Jets' leading leader in ice time uh, at five one five. Why is this a thing? What? <laughs> I understand that their deep defensemen are... How is Morrissey the fourth defenseman on this list? I, I don't... I don't How does Lucas Sabiza, Neil Pionk, and Tucker Pullman have more ice time than Josh Morrissey? The even better question is how did Lucas Biza play almost 20 minutes and have a 56.25 Corsi board percentage? Is he actually good? I mean, Lucas Biza's not actually no, good, not but actually those good. numbers are good. No, those numbers are good, but if you watch the game... Yeah, if you watch the yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas Visa is not. Or also, if you just look at any numbers aside from that night, I'm telling you, you put any forecheck on Lucas Visa at all, he can't get the puck past his own red line. No, uh, so rumor or has past it, the faceoff circle, or at least my conspiracy theory is that he believes that the puck is a live grenade uh, that is only active when he has the puck. If he holds it for more than five seconds, it explodes. It's not good. Move the puck. Find a teammate. Don't overthink things. Um, also, decent night for uh, I guess the, I guess the third line. Yeah, I I like the third line. Andrew Cop, Matthew Perot, and yep. uh, Adam Lowry. Not a bad line. If you're gonna have a third line, that's not bad. No, it, it's not. It's, it's, it's and here's the thing: I can look at these three lines. From the Jets and say, this is a pretty good lineup. And yet, their numbers suggest this is not a good lineup. Yeah, my my theory is still that uh, the Jets have so many defensemen who are just complete offensive black holes that it's just like almost impossible for him or for them to generate like actual quality offense. And you know what the opposite of that is? What? Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Carolina Hurricanes, basically the opposite of the Winnipeg Jets. Shameless segue there. I really like it. It was even better until you pointed out the fact that it was a fantastic segue. Yeah, so basically the Jets are going to go from... Well, I think right now the Jets are the worst... Yeah, the Jets are the worst team when it comes to expected goals for per 60. And they'll end up playing the team that's third... Side note, don't ask me how the Kings are second in expected goals for per 60. Kings are bad. It's weird. Like, their roster sucks. But on ice, they actually haven't been that bad this year. It's just that Jonathan Quick is so bad. Jonathan Quick is a miserable goaltender. So they're kind, they, they're like the Islanders in that their roster sucks, but they keep winning games. Well, they're not, they keep winning games. No, they're, they, they're completely opposite of the Islanders in the fact that uh, their roster isn't great, but... Their goaltending is just ridiculous. Um, 
Okay, but getting back to this game. Oh yeah, I, I did want to I did want to point out that this was a battle between uh, team number twenty eight and team number thirty one and uh, expected goals for per sixty. So, in case you wanted to watch good hockey, uh, I don't know why you're watching that. No, one. don't watch. Don't watch that. Watch the Hurricanes instead. There were several times during that game where I'm like, why do I have this podcast? Because I if I didn't, I wouldn't be watching this game. Correct. Um. I was like, I had an idea, and you threw me off. Red Wings expected goals. Red no, Hurricanes. Hurricanes. I had that great segue into this game, and you still went back to the Red Wings. Because you circled back to the Red Wings. When did I circle back to the Red Wings? I don't know, but I, I forget, but you did. All right, I was going to talk about the Hurricanes. Right, Hurricanes. Shoot. Um, yeah, so we've got a fancy stat darling, and... Very much not a fancy stat, darling. Uh, but here's why I have optimism for this game. Oh, boy. The Hurricanes have been the nerd team for a few years, and they still somehow don't have the wins to match that. Whereas the Jets kind of have the opposite thing going, where they've got the fancy stats. Um... Or they don't have the fancy stats, but they still win games. So maybe that trend will continue, and the Jets will just win anyway. Yeah, I mean, the Hurricanes have been a little different than their usual Hurricane selves, and the fact that they actually have, like, league average goaltending for once, which is Behind hilarious. Peter Mrazek, of all people? Yeah, I mean, they're not, like... They're not setting, setting themselves up for, like, ridiculous regression to the mean like they did last year when they were shooting, like, 6% at 5 on 5 or something really right. dumb. But, yeah, their, their shooting percentage is still pretty low this year. It's, like, ninth in the league. Um, so they're not getting, like, completely PDO'd into the ground like Vegas is. But. And you were, you were loving every second of that. Oh, yeah, no, it, it's beautiful because all the Vegas fans freak out about how, like, our team is terrible and fire everybody. It's like, you're no, you're just shooting below 7% at 5 on 5. I'm sure things will be okay. Oh. I do like this defense. It's like the defensive core is kind of like, again, the opposite of the Jets. You know, the Jets have one um, NHL defenseman, and that's Josh Morrissey, who apparently plays the fourth most minutes on the team. Um, whereas the Hurricanes, they've got at least four, maybe five really good defensemen. Yeah, and Hamilton Slavin? Slavin? I've heard Slavin. Edmondson, Pesci, Gardner, I would throw in there. Yeah, I mean, those are all, I mean, like, I don't know if I would give anyone, like, I don't know if I'd put anyone on the Norris watch. Other, okay, Dougie, Dougie, Hamilton. Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton is is ridiculous. but I don't know if I'd put him Norris watch either, but he's really, really good. Well, I was, I was going to say before I forgot about Dougie Hamilton, but they just have a, a unit, just one through six, where everyone is good. Absolute unit. Dougie Hamilton, though that Dougie, the both Dougie Hamilton trades are really stupid. Yes. Remember when uh, Calgary traded Dougie Hamilton because he didn't like to go to museums, or because he liked to go to museums? Good times. Good times. Oh, sorry. Remember, introverts are not allowed to play hockey. Nope. Hockey is a culture problem. We live in a society. Oh boy. But um, 
you got me thinking. I was I was trying to think of if there was like a team that's like a polar opposite of Winnipeg in the in the sense that their their forwards yeah. completely suck, but they have like Wrong really polar good opposite. really good defensemen. Mm. And but I was thinking, I was like, I thought about Carolina for a second, but I was like, yeah, but they have Sebastian Ajo, and like, you know, because because the Jets, you're like. Their defense sucks, but they have Josh Morrissey who isn't bad. But, like, Sebastian Ajo is way better at being a forward than Josh Morrissey is at being a defenseman. Right. And also the Hurricanes also just have, like, a decent amount of depth at forward, too. They don't, they don't have a collection of the forward versions of Lucas Biza, Tucker Pullman, and Nathan Beaulieu. What about a team like Arizona? Yeah, they play good team defense. I don't know if they're they play good. Are... They play good team defense, but I I don't think that they don't have any like. I mean, they definitely don't have scores defensively. They don't have. They got Phil Kessel. Defensively, they they don't have a defenseman who is. Uh... Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, but even he's trailed off Chikrin. over the last few years. Chickren's okay. Oligoski. Yeah, he's getting old. You know, That's... like I thought about like maybe Minnesota. I don't know if that's this. I mean, maybe because I mean they, years they, ago. They, they got Suter and Spurgeon and Damba. You know, they they've got some good defensemen and their maybe. forwards are pretty not great. So I guess that's who I would have gone with. You're telling me Ryan Hartman is not great? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling. You're telling you. me Ryan De- Ryan Donato is not great? Yeah, yeah, I'm still telling you that. You're telling me Jordan Greenway is Okay, all right, all right, all right. Are we, are, are we good here? Or <laughs> Yeah, I'm good here. Um, but, uh, that, that Carolina game, I'm not looking forward to that. Nope. That's just such a horrible, horrible matchup. No, but I, I'm super hoping that for once in my life... Super hoping. For once in my life, I can be on the, the positive end of a... Well, or of a... Oh, the other team scored going against the grain... And now suddenly it's a you know one nothing or you know they suddenly taking the lead when they probably don't deserve it, and the other team falls apart or something. Okay, <laughs> it's hard for me to really describe. I don't know. I feel like the Jets have done that a lot this season. They have, because I feel like you can count the number of games where they've ended up on the positive side of the Corsies on like one hand. Corsies, <laughs> positive side of the Corsies. Uh, Was one of them last Tuesday? Okay, there have been more than I thought there were. There's like 12. Boom! 13. Or whatever. But, yeah. You know, I feel like the Jets have won plenty of games like that. And also, if uh, the the beginning of the Jets' regression back to the mean is losing 5-2 to to the Red Wings, I'm really scared of what's going to happen against the Hurricanes. Um, Maybe... Maybe our uh, attitude towards Tuesday will change after today's game. But yeah, I don't know. That's still uh, it's still not not very not very promising. I mean, beating the Flyers still doesn't change the fact that I think it's a really bad matchup. No, but the fact that we spent like 15 minutes talking about how bad of a matchup this is for the Jets makes me think that uh, you know it it only makes sense that the Jets are going to somehow win today. Or win Tuesday, and we'll look like idiots. Um, so, 
Grit Prosecti champion on the Carolina Hurricanes. I've got my pick. I would have to look at their lineup, so go ahead and talk about yours. Purely because his first name is Brock. Oh, Brock McGinn. Brock McGinn. If your first name is Brock, you're automatically like the bully in every 80s movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. <laughs> I'm just having a hard time with this because this is like the Hurricanes are are a lineup like it's like purposely built to avoid a grit per sixty. Yeah, right. Because that's just not how the Hurricanes do. I feel like Ryan Dezingle is gritty, but in a good way. Yeah, I was gonna say Ryan Dezingle is probably going to be my uh, champion. Really? Yeah, I, I mean. I don't know, he's six foot, but he's probably overpaid after one good year. Maybe. Uh, I'm but like I said, there, there aren't really any good candidates here. No. Like Maybe like Joel Edmondson. Maybe. You know. Um, Hayden. With <laughs> exactly one vowel. <laughs> well, one and a half. One and a half. Why, why, is, why is in there and acting yeah. as a vowel? <laughs> With exactly one non Y vowel. <laughs> the, the the YDN though. Oh. We'll put him in the same classroom as Caden and Aiden. Yeah. Dude, my favorite thing to look at, like one of my favorite things to look at every year is uh like the lists in these junior drafts. Because they're always just so stupid. They're like what I call like obnoxious white people names. Yes. You mean Hayden without a vowel between the D and the N? <laughs> yes. Or the fact that there are, like, seven Jadens and none of them Jayden. are spelled the same way. Jaden, Brayden, Caden, Aiden, I'm sorry, Caden. yeah, Brayden was really the name I was looking for. Caden, yeah. Um, a new one that I've heard of is um, Penguins Prospect, Kaylin Adelson. Kaylin? Kaylin Addison, yeah. That's a dude? Yeah. They have a dude named Kaylin? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Kale... Is there a kale yeah, there's in the a NHL? kale in the NHL now, yeah. My Not spelled the same way as the food. No. Uh, NHL names are just getting weirder and weirder. White people names are getting weirder. I mean, Brent Burns named his kid Jagger. <sighs> Brent. Buddy. Burnsy. Chewy. Come on, man. You're better than that. Yeah, I, I would. I would also certainly agree. Though I would also say that there are a lot of things this year you could say about Brent Burns and say that you're better than that. So what are you? What are you thinking on the final score of this game? Um, I am going to go with. Uh, this is this is a tough one because. Uh, I mean, because like I said, I know I just like kind of trashed the Jets for, like, 20 minutes this episode, mm -hmm. which I thought was well-deserved, considering the fact that they lost to the Red Wings, and they're playing... Uh, not, only did they get, not only did they lose to the Red Wings, they got blown out by the Red Wings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there was some kind of, like, bullshit thrown in there that, like, oh, kind look. of, like, made it worse than it looked, but it was also, still, still, like, not great. You still can't lose 5-2 to two to yeah. the Red Wings. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I will go with uh, Hurricanes 3, Jets 1. I'm going to go Hurricanes 4, Jets 2. See, I'm trying to avoid 4-2 because I feel like I always guess 4-2. I, same, but that it just feels right. It's always like 4-2 or 3-2 with an empty 4-2 feels right in this case. You know? 
Like, if I go, yeah, the Hurricanes can score four goals against the Jets. Yeah, Kyle Connor's probably good for two goals against the Hurricanes. Like, 4-2 makes sense. Yeah, and I feel like I'm always like, well, the Jets have enough, like, good forwards that they could score, like, three goals. But at the same time, the numbers say that their offense is actually really, really bad. So I feel weird <laughs> guessing, like, three or four goals when I know they're going to be expected to score, like, oh, one and a half. You're so right, because I look uh, – this goes back to what I was saying earlier, how you, you look at this Jets roster, roster and you're like, these forwards should be scoring three or four goals a game. Yeah, and then you realize, oh, they're, they're paired with Lucas Biza and Tucker Pullman. I'm like – Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to do you, with Then this? you look at the expected goals, and it's just – it's. Yeah, you, you look at uh, you look at Micah Micah's charts, and they're just like, <laughs> how are you playing hockey? <laughs> there's a giant Trick question. We're not. There's a giant blue blob in front of the goal. <laughs> what what are you doing? And then they win games because I guess they have this warrior mentality where they're just like, I don't care what the score is, we're going to play and we're gonna win games. Yeah, I. Actually, it's really just it's really just Connor Hellebuck. Fair enough. We're, we are going to Connor we are going to Connor Hellebuck our way to victory, and also <laughs> we're going to have somehow the eleventh best shooting percentage at five on five. Maybe we'll also bury a power play goal. Third did in did we final. not re-sign Patrick Laine to have one of the best shooting percentages in the league? I, I mean that's also true, but I don't know. I'm always a little. Uh, suspicious when you have a super high shooting percentage and you have like one of the, you have the lowest expected goals for yeah for 60 in the league it's like look, ah! look we've been talking about this for at least a month this team does not have good fancy stats numbers and we're both expecting the wheels to fall off the wagon any minute now but for the time being we're here for the ride what you're, you're telling me that you don't expect connor halibut to have a or Hellbuck and Brossois to have a 9.35 at 5 on 5 for the rest of the season with this stellar defense in front of them? I'm not saying they can't. But I'm also not expecting the Jets to continue to win this way. Yeah, I know, but hockey, hockey media is telling me that the Jets are, are overcoming their defensive uh, flaws and becoming a, a good hockey team. I'm just not on board. Um, okay, I want to try a new weekly segment. Okay. That you are not prepared for. Oh, no. What did we learn this week? Uh, I want to try to do this, like, every, every weekend. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. It's like, I'm trying to think back to, like, the the games that were played this week. I mean, mostly it was just Detroit. Mostly just Detroit. Um, And as we discussed previously, there's not a whole lot you can learn from Detroit, because Detroit is just bad. Uh... Uh, we'll go with, you know, we'll go with Kyle Connors, uh, goal explosion at five on five. And I'm just doing this off the top of my head while I'm panic, panicking and searching for Kyle Connor stats, but he had two goals at five on five against Detroit. And, uh, after a slow start to the season, he's up to 13 goals this season, um, while also being a pretty decent play driver at five on five. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. Kyle Connor, hot hands. Especially against Detroit. I was just going to go back to what I said earlier today. The Connors on this team are the only players that matter. Connor squared. Hmm. I'm workshop Connors that. per 60. Connor, it's promise. Connors above replacement. The, ooh. That's what we should temporarily change our Twitter name to, is Connors above Connor- replacement. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, All right. Um, are you good? I I am good. Uh, I think I am also good. So um, good. As long as everybody's good. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Are you guys at home good? Because we're good. I hope so. Jets um, are kind of good. Sometimes. Yes. Uh, but with that being said, you can uh, be better. You can find Connor where they find you. I'm on Twitter and, and on Instagram at tc underscore nine zero four. Uh, you can find me uh, and my uh, UF sports related shenanigans at bfarrell seventy seven on Twitter. You can find it's basketball season. Yeah. Uh, you can find the pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at gripper sixty pod. Uh, and also check out the Hockey Podcast Network because our podcast will be up there first. And now that I'm on break, I will finally update our Spotify page. Ooh. Promise. I will get to that this week. Fun. Because I believe the last one is from, like, Halloween or something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this, and have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.